So a simp is someone who does way too much for a person they like. Simping is a verb describing the action of being a simp, meaning sucking up, schmoozing, or otherwise pining over a romantic interest. Now, I've had some some women in my day that have caused me to to be a simp. Fellas, you ever been in the beginning part of the relationship and the young lady starts telling you her expectations? These expectations to you seem a little one-sided. They seem like she's having you skip some major parts to more seasoned status in the relationship. She's requesting you pay bills at a place you don't stay. Mm. Buy her clothing that is the equivalent to your rent. Or, one of my favorites, play stepdaddy before you figure out where your relationship is headed. Uh-oh. These are simple expectations. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Emergency Nail Pack affordable nail sets you won't have to wait at a salon for this is clutch for when you're in between sets or if you want to look cute but your job prohibits acrylic nails the emergency nail is where you can find them they're also on instagram under the emergency nail pack and this is a black owned business i'm about to go right now good morning good afternoon good evening whatever you happen to be listening to this podcast this is the GH2 Podcast. I am George Hardy II, BKA Dr. Gas Can Man. And today I'm joined by Alex the Alex. And I'm also joined by Kenny Bang. And we're going to talk a little bit about accountability, a little bit about simping, and a little, about, a little bit about good dick privilege. With that being said, let's go. So we're going to get into our appetizer. And this is a pretty good appetizer this morning. You know, this today. So our appetizer for today is about accountability. Um, now, just to let y'all know, I got a little feedback back about the podcast. Uh, somebody told me uh, that I need to ease into things a little bit, but I kind of think that don't really, I don't, I don't know if I can do it, but this is going to be my attempt at it. Uh, <laughs> so for our appetizer, what we want to talk about on accountability is I wanted to actually talk about it from perspective of I wanted to to broach this question to you and to the audience. And I want y'all to think about this. Do y'all feel that men and women are held accountable the same? Now, this, this is the question again. Do you feel that men and women are held accountable, held to the same level of accountability? Now, I'm going to tell y'all straight up, I do not believe that uh, women are held accountable as men are. And you might say, you know, this is going to come off wrong, but I want y'all to hear me out. So women, women are able to have children um, with multiple men. With the understanding that no matter what, that man will be held accountable for 
if he has a if he has a child with that woman. Now, for a man, a man understands that he will be held accountable for one if he has children. He'll also be he'll be held responsible for what happens with that child and different things like that. Um, a woman in that situation, and I'm gonna give you like this. I'm gonna give you all this thought process. I know a lot of women who have kids with Pookie and Ray Ray. Let me tell you who Pookie and Ray Ray is. Pookie and Ray Ray sell drugs. Pookie and Ray Ray do kick doors. Pookie and Ray Ray don't keep stable jobs. They're not educated. They don't take themselves seriously. That's who Pookie and Ray Ray is. Women who have four-year degrees will have kids with Pookie and Ray Ray. Then they will keep having babies with Pookie and Ray Ray. The government will have to tell Pookie and Ray Ray to take care of their kids. That is where I, I feel that there's these double standards on accountability. Let me go a little bit further. Let me go a little bit further. Can I jump, can I jump in real quick while we're on that? Yeah, go ahead. So, 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 so here's my thought process on that, right? Because... I feel like, and we're going to delve into this a little more in the dessert, so I don't want to give too much of it away, but I feel like that it's a double-edged sword because, yes, she is having kids with Pookie and Ray Ray, Mm -hmm. but I feel like at the same exact time, we cannot take away from the accountability of Pookie and Ray Ray doing what they had to do because we understand it takes two to tango. Correct. Now, granted, 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 you know, we're men, so we understand why Pookie and Ray Ray did what Pookie and Ray Ray did because we are also, <laughs> we also delight in doing in what Pookie and Ray Ray do. Mm-hmm. But it's, we, we, we approach it from a different, you know, standpoint. So it's like, I, granted, granted, we know we're holding her accountable, but at the same time, we have to hold him accountable as well for his actions. So it's like, I, I, I feel I feel like it's a, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword when it comes to that, because it's like, you, you know what he about. He probably already got kids that he not taking care of already. So what you what you think is so special about your kid? Exactly. You know, well, what you think is so special about you? You know, he he, 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 he left his chick to be with you. So what do you think is so special about you? you Correct. Correct. So so yeah. I, I feel like, you know, we, we talk about, you know, we talk about poor, poor, poor cootie cat management. But at the mm-hmm. same exact time, you know, for fellas, we we in the same exact boat because at the end of the day, we have to we carry the seed that is to be planted. So it's not like it's 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 it's, it's very rare occasions that a woman steals our seed from us a hundred percent, and it's not on us. Correct. Now there are there are specifics, you know, that we we can go. It's we 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 can make any situation and find a specific, you know, variable. But if we're talking about just in the in the general, in most cases it's on the guy to plant the seed. Correct. So I just feel like accountability should be held both ways. I think it is held both ways, but I think that uh, from a standpoint of this is, you know, the, James Brown had the song. He said it's a man's world, right? I, you know, I I think you know that I don't totally. I, I believe it, but this is really what I believe. I believe it's a. I believe that it's actually a woman's world. The men just hold the deed. 
So I believe mm. that women control a lot of different things that they really don't take into account that what they control. Uh, one of the things that I think of is if a woman says that she was taken advantage of, if a woman says she was taken advantage of, and let's say she's telling a, she's lying, there is no recourse for her. If a woman, if a woman has sex with a man, knowing, let's say she says, "Hey, I'm on the pill," and the guy has he he's not responsible and he doesn't cover himself and he doesn't wear a condom or he doesn't make sure that she takes a Plan B or whatever it is. At the end of the day, he's still responsible for that child. Nobody cares about how the baby was made, but the baby yes. is here. So I think that a lot of times, and even, even from a lot of the different constructs, if you kind of think about it, like one of my female friends always used to say, uh, such a patriarchal society, you know, it's patriarchal, patriarchal. But if you look at when, when, when a lot of people say diversity nowadays, they're really talking about, they're not talking about people of color or black folk. They're talking about women. You know, like people are saying, oh, we got diversity. But really what they're saying is, they're, they have women. They have a woman leader or uh, a woman who's in, in yeah. a lead, leadership role. If, if you think about all of these major companies that when they get a new female CEO, how it's such a big deal. And it's because it's powerful and it moves, it moves things. So I think that sometimes when we get into, you know, this accountability thing from a standpoint of I, I, who's held more accountable for different things. I believe men are held more accountable from the standpoint of at the, at the end of the day, nobody's going to listen to a man give a sad sob story about why he's not where he's supposed to be. But yeah. if a woman assigns blame to other people, nobody's going to tell her to shut the hell up. But if a man assigns nah. blame to somebody else, they're going to tell you to shut your ass up or get over it, right? And I, and oh, I, yeah. Oh yeah, that's, 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 that's if I can interject, that's that's one of that's one of the main things I always tell people when they actually ask me how we doing, how I'm doing. I always tell them, you know, I'm I'm doing amazing. If I tell them anything else, they're gonna set me man up. So I mean, that's that 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 is true. That is true. We definitely and and then we also get mad at our you know men for having what they call quote unquote a lack of emotion. But if I've been told to man up my whole entire life and not deal with my emotions, how can I go from not dealing with my emotions to being totally in my emotions i feel like that's that's very unfair and i think that's and that's the thing that's why I, I when i always talk about accountability think about this from so like one of one of the things me and you talked about before and you actually said this and it was one wonderful you said um i've been an adult you know i got married at i think you said you got married at 26 right yeah. okay and you were like i was an adult for eight years and then i got married what the hell do I know about marriage, right? And I think, not a damn and I think about being a man. I think the reason why men develop later is because even if you have a father in your house, your father might not be a good male mentor about being a man, yeah. and being manly, and doing manly deeds and different things like that. But when you've been older a little while and you've watched and seen different men and how they operate, you can pick up, like, oh yeah, like him. I want to be like. I want to be like him because that's a because, you know, because I, I really now understand what it's like to be a man. 
I didn't really get get a good mentor until I was 33. Pastor James Webb in East Texas, in mm. Longview, Texas. Um, the, him and his wife were awesome examples of a married couple. But then also on top of that, he was an awesome example of how he was able to communicate to me about being a man. And I think that sometimes that's, that's the struggle of, of being a man is because, you know, seeing uh, somebody that's not toxic, it's, it's, it's a lot of norm. There's a lot of normalization of toxic behavior for men and you're being held accountable, even though you never saw something positive or, you know, or you, you never really saw good decision-making as a man. And I think that as a man, you have to know that your decision-making has to be differently different held accountable different than anyone else. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got a guy hot and heavy kind of fast. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're still light. We we, we, we ain't go too bad. But I mean, at the end of the day, I I feel like there's there's two levels of equality. There's a male level and a female level. And at the end, we're we're never equality at the end of the day is an an illusion because we're we're separate beings for a reason. And we do separate things for a reason. So there are going to be some things that women can get away with that men can't and vice versa. You know, but at the end of the day, we, we we that, that still does not give us a pass to be shitty people. Like we know right from mm-hmm. wrong. So just do right from wrong. Exactly. I'm with you on that. So this is this is gonna this is gonna this is gonna lead to something else later on, guys. But we're just gonna wet your palate with this topic because we're gonna rediscover this topic again. Now I wanna kinda get into I want to get into something um, briefly, real quick. And this is kind of like a, we're going to say this is, a, this is a second appetizer type deal. And I just want to throw this out there. And I call this one dangerously in love. Mm. What are you willing to do when you are in love now i'm gonna tell y'all tell y'all a little story about me there was a time that i thought i was deep in love with um uh a young lady uh i was uh i think i was what i was 18 19 years old um attended school at at waters college from gainesville florida she was beautiful man i say she was beautiful by all the wonderful measurements that you would want to look at in a woman. And I was dangerously in love. Now, we all know, if you, if you all have been with us for a few episodes, I've really never been in love. I've just been in deep like uh, or, you know, deep lust, whatever you want to call it. But so I was in deep lust with this young, young lady. Um, and while in deep, while quote unquote deep in love with her, I made a lot of terrible decisions because <laughs> I thought that uh, I really thought that I was in love with her, and I found myself making a lot of erroneous decisions that could have negatively affected my life to the point where my mother, God rest the dead, had to had to check me. And, and get me out of making a very bad, a very few bad decisions 
at the very young age that I was at to the point where I was willing to, I was so deep in lust and, it, and the cootie cat had a little bit to do with it. Um, when it's good, it's good. <laughs> and yeah, I was young, but you know, I'm talking about, I was ready to get married. I was ready. I was ready to, uh, to, to, to be, to be disowned by my family and the young lady, the young lady um, finessed me. And when I say she finessed me, she finessed me. Like, stole my debit card from my house and ran up my debit card <laughs> and then blocked me and didn't talk to me. So I had to be petty and file a police report. Yep. <clears throat> so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. but the reason why I say dangerously in love is I just want to tell y'all really sure that um, you really know and can define what love is. I remember I, I kind of talked about this a while ago, and I think it's a really hard thing for us sometimes is to define what love is to us and to separate uh to separate our thoughts so that we don't end up making rash decisions or become super impulsive because we are quote unquote, I'm air quotation marking this in love. I mean, if I can jump yeah. in, right. So I'm a firm believer. I'm not sure if I've said it on the GH2 podcast. I know I've said it on my podcast and I know I believe it in real life. I feel like, being in love, you we should get a check for it because it's a mental illness. <laughs> you don't think properly. I love it. It's 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 real. It's real talk though. It's real talk. It's it's. I I just feel like we don't think properly. Like we do dumb things, and it's funny because it's funny you mentioned you know um how um your your mom was telling you one thing, and. You even, we're not going to say you went against her, but at the end of the day, you're an adult. So an adults are allowed to make their own decisions. So as an adult, you made an adult decision and you decided, hey, mom, you know, hey, yeah, you created Frankenstein, but I still know better. Yeah. You feel me? And this is this, you're not the first person to do. Every man has done that. Like, my, it's, it's, it's been a woman that my mama told me about. Well, I, I almost died behind a woman. But as I said before, when it's good, it's good. <laughs> And you, you, it's, it, it's crazy because this happens, this normally happens to a man when he's in his early twenties, because we're going to circle back to our original idea. We haven't been an adult for that long. And then when we start to add in, add in sex, sex into it, we really go crazy because I mean, for the average guy, he really doesn't start getting it in like that until his twenties anyway. But the thing is, is he's only been an adult for a couple of years. So it's easy to mess with his head. Whereas a lot of women have been getting, I'm going to try to say this lightly, tread lightly. A lot of women have been getting looked at sexually from a young age. So they have a different understanding of the powers of sex than we mm -hmm. do, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Like, um, it's, 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 it's one thing that you always say, like, you know, um, um, women, women, determine if men get lucky that means a lot to a young man in his teens and his early 20s 
that means a whole lot because we probably wanted this since we were probably about 12, 13, 14, if not younger. And now we start to realize that, oh man, she likes this as much as I like it. And not even that, she makes me feel way better than Pamela ever. <laughs> so I have no problem letting her treat me like whatever. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And and it's, it's, it's almost like a balance because it's like, up until we get to our mid twenties, or for most for most guys, once they have their first kid, it's like we we reach a whole nother level, and we understand the power of what we have, the power of our you know of the, the the power of you know the pain. Which again, we'll talk about this a little bit later. But it's like once we reach that mid twenties, we start to realize, hold on, I'm slanging this thing, and she going crazy over it. So what the hell look like going crazy over her when she in actuality going crazy over it? Yeah, you feel me? So 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 it's it's, it's like the, the the pendulum turns, but at, when it turns, it almost turns into so it almost turns into it turns on top of its head. Mm. But yeah, yeah, we, we, it, it's easy for y'all to get us, ladies. When when we younger, I I, I give y'all that. Mm. I give y'all the game. Y'all 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 think if you if you a cougar and you ain't really gotta be a cougar, you ain't really gotta be a cougar. You could just if you just have a little bit more experience than him, but you don't make it seem like, because younger dudes don't like, younger dudes care about body count. Like, like before, probably, I would say up until I was probably about 22, 23, I cared about body count. And then I, I, after that, I realized like, hey, you can have as many partners as you want as long as you know what you're doing. Because they ain't got nothing to do with me. Which may or may not be a good social <laughs> life. So don't, don't follow me, guy. <laughs> no, no, this is, these are my thoughts are my thoughts. I'm not telling you to follow, but I am saying that, hey, Kobe is a better basketball player than Smush Parker because he took a lot more shots. So that's that's, that's about, I got a question. I got a question for you. How old were you when you finally stopped asking women how many bodies they have? I never ask women how many bodies they have because they lie. They, they always lie. Because the thing is, with a woman, a woman is gonna give you the, she she may give you the answer of males and leave out females, or she may give you the answer of males that, you know, gave her top and penetration, and just leave out the ones that gave her top, and then she's gonna leave out the, she's gonna leave out the minute man that stuck it in for three seconds and that was it, or you get what I'm saying? So she gonna leave out. It's gonna be a lot of context mm-hmm. missed. So. I stopped I, it, early on. I just I didn't care. I, one girlfriend I had, I asked her, her her body count, and she gave me like we were because how old was I? I was probably like about I was in my early to okay. mid twenties, and she was in her early twenties, and she gave me a number, and I was like, <laughs> and then after that point, I was like, okay, and you know what? Like I love you, and it's like anytime a woman tells a dude her body count, he instantly. Imagines like all of those dudes surrounding her like it's a damn <laughs> like that 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 is the visual that pops in our head immediately once you say that number like it's like it's like a magic trick it's like you ever see like I dream a genie when she like wiggle her nose and duck her head and just poof but yeah. it just be a room full of dudes that been inside of you that all <laughs> that all seem to look bigger and stronger and better and at everything in life so yeah you know what the funny part is we gonna talk about the frail the the fragile male ego one day, but this ain't the episode for that one. I know. So check this out. I remember there was a young lady. I was talking to her, and I remember I asked her this. I, I had to be like, I, I had to be like early twenties. Like I wasn't married yet. Like so, I had to be like twenty, 
20, uh, you had to be like 20 years old, 20, 21 years old. And she said to me that she had been with 40 guys already. Sheesh. And she I'm was, and she was judge. like, I apologize, man. I judge you, man. I apologize, man. She's like three years older than me. She's like three years older than me. So she's like 23 or whatever. And I remember, I still had sex with her. But I just remembered oh, yeah. in that moment, because she had me mesmerized. So, so, so what I learned in that moment, that ain't nothing wrong if she got more bodies, because she might be prepared to teach me a little something. Come on now. And I, I got over it. I don't want to cut you off, but again, Go ahead. Kobe, Kobe is a better basketball player then we're not gonna say smush, but let me say a basketball player y'all might know because this might we all, everybody know Kobe, RIP Mamba. Who's mm-hmm. the basketball player? Might Tracy McGrady. We're gonna say Tracy McGrady. This for the old or whoever, whatever basketball player you know. Kobe is better than your favorite basketball player because he took more shots. Yeah, <laughs> that is all. <laughs> now, you know when when we when we talk about that dynamic of you dealing with. A woman who's who has a little bit more experience, I think it leads to something that 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 it draws something out of you when you deal with a woman who has um, what I used to call it back in the day is a golden vagina. Is oh, yeah. is it creates the simp comes out of you. Now, if you don't know what a simp is, um, you know, uh, let let me let me let me let me give, go ahead and give you. Going to give you the Urban Dictionary version, just because you know I like to give y'all you know good quotables. All right. So a simp is someone who does way too much for a person they like. Simping is a verb describing the action of being a simp, meaning sucking up, schmoozing, or otherwise pining over a romantic interest now i've had some some women in my day that have caused me to to be a simp fellas you've you ever been in the beginning part of the relationship and the young lady starts telling you her expectations these expectations to you seem a little one-sided Mm-hmm. They seem like she's having you skip some major parts to get more season status in the relationship. She's requesting you pay bills at a place you don't stay. Mm. Buy her clothing that is the equivalent to your rent. Or, one of my favorites, play stepdaddy before you figure out where your relationship is headed. Uh-oh. These are simple Expectations. <laughs> now, here's the thing. We, we, me and Ken kind of have told y'all about a few different things on our experiences, but I've literally had the, the, the privilege of being a, a simp for a woman. And I'm talking about like making life altering decisions. And I'm going to tell you like this. There's nothing wrong with being a simp if this is your wife. Your boo, your bae, your forever bae, whatever. 
but it can't be no this random girl that you're trying to get with. So let let me help you out, fellas. I'm I'm a firm believer that you have to treat your relationships like investments. Now, a good investor knows that I am not making this investment looking at it saying I'm spending this amount of money. I'm looking at it for the value that this item holds. So let me help you out. If you are in the first few weeks of a relationship, you shouldn't be looking to make major decisions in the first couple of weeks of the relationship. Because what happens sometimes is men think they can buy their way forward faster by whether it's buying her that bag, buying her that purse. And I'm going to tell you like this, you need to play within your salary. You know, you need to, you need to make sure that the wage that you're spending it actually makes sense for, for how you actually out here living. Because what happens sometimes for, for men, for young, younger men, or even older men, because there's some, there's some older dudes out here who love to spend it, is the woman will tell you something like, uh, while you're courting her, and, and this is what I'm going to also tell you, fellas, you have to be very cognizant to the words that these women are telling you when you're talking to them. If she tells you her expectations are, well, the type of man she's looking for is, Six foot and over, makes over six figures, has his own house, has his own car, is working towards a, a 401k so he can retire. But she lives in an apartment complex. She's had two cars repossessed in the last three years. She's, she's receiving federal, some type of entitlement. And uh, she can't keep a job. You really need to understand that um, this person is somebody you probably shouldn't be dealing with, fellas, because you are the prize. But also because what happens sometimes is that woman usually has a certain dynamic working for her. And it might be looks, it might be beauty, or it might be... she has an ability to use a bodily part or two that um, will make you succumb to whatever she wants. Um, the golden vagina. Yes, the golden vagina. Because, because <laughs> men, or the golden throat. Or the golden throat. She might be the throat goat. So, some, so, <laughs> so sometimes, men, uh, fellas, when you meet these, these women, it's so easy to become a simp because you 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 have sex you know you you have sex in the first you know couple of weeks and you find that attachment and you find yourself um attached to her because of that um that's why i believe that you know realistically when you're entering into a relationship you if you are one of those men who find yourself always following falling in love and i did air quotation mark that over here uh, if you find yourself always find, falling in love, you have to refrain from the following things. And I got a list that will keep you from simping. You ready? Get your pen out. Get your, I'm going to make sure. This is my list of things that will keep you from simping, fellas. First off, if you are going to partake in 
sexual uh, and having sex and fornication. I'm gonna call it like that for my deep folks who listen. Uh, no missionary. Don't do it. You sitting there gazing into her eyes. You locking in, and she preparing to get the bag out of you. All right. Uh, second thing. Second thing. Uh, don't spend the night. Don't spend the night over there. Don't be doing no late night cuddling. Don't be doing. Don't be doing all. You know. Don't be no big spoon, little spoon. None of that. None of that. Can I? Can I interject? Come on with it. Now, now, fellas, I understand. I understand it's going to be hard because you have some of them that put you in the fetal position and you just want to take a nap afterwards. It's, oh, don't feel bad. Like this, the thing I'm realizing about we live in a very parallel universe. So we've all have went through this before. And sometimes some young ladies make you very sleepy afterwards. So if if you so okay, let's say you're a person that you're. I'm a I'm a naturally sleepy person. Okay, let's just talk about me for a second. I'm a naturally so I know after coitus for for the for we're gonna you know try to keep it clean as possible. I'm gonna want to go to sleep because I exerted a lot of energy. So maybe what you can do is have her come to your house. You know if, if y'all at that level or. Or as soon as you're done, move immediately. Because you know if you sit for too long, <laughs> you won't go to sleep. I come over, I'm staying. That's... Whoa, whoa, see, see, oh, man. see, 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 see. We, we talked about double standards. Earlier. Yeah, we see. You miss... So, so Alex, what we've been talking about is we we're talking about simp expectations. We were talking about as men, sometimes relationships can get accelerated, feelings will get accelerated, and us as men. Sometimes we will make hasty decisions because of where we feel we are in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I even kind of told a personal story about me. Definition of what a, what a simp is. But, I, I came in on the don't avoid being a simp. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't uh, do missionary. But keep continuing. Yeah, so don't do missionary. You don't want to do that because 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 that's that's like a soul sup. I don't care what nobody say. Um. That's it. That's if you're going to do the sex, okay. Mm-hmm. Second thing, definitely, I don't believe you should be spending the night. Don't need to be spending the night over their house. This third one, this third one, it might be, it, it might be, might lead to some problems for some people. I'm getting an old person. One, I don't think you should. I, honestly, I, honestly, from sex, honestly, but. The third thing I'm going to say is, mostly in the first couple weeks, avoid any type of deep kissing. None of that. Should be none of that. And the only reason why I say that, fellas, is men... So women might think that it's men who... They think... Sometimes women think that they're the ones getting emotional about the relationships and different things like that. But men... You know, men might not want to commit, but they become attached just the same. Right. We just, we, just, we, just, we just deal with our attachment a little bit different than women do. See, men, like, that's why, when, like, Alex, when you said, oh, if I come over, I'm spending the night. See, that man that you spend that night over with, 
he's going to become attached to you for that. I agree. Yeah. I feel the it, same way. I just I want to go to sleep. I don't want to drive <laughs> all the way home. I'm just saying it'd be one thing you know if you calling me an Uber or something and I ain't got to do nothing but get in the car and go back. Like that would be cool. I could mm-hmm. do that. But that drive mm-hmm. home yeah. you wake all the way up. Yeah. Depending now, on how far you are. This was gonna ask you, Alex. So, so, how would you feel, Alex, if a guy told you, if a guy told you, basically, uh, while uh, you know, while y'all courting and stuff, like, hey, look, I really like you. I think you're dope. I just want to make sure that you know, sex doesn't make me escalate this thing too fast. How would you feel if a man said that to you? I would like that, actually. Okay. But, and, and what I, was the reason? Honestly, sex does to Sex, the older I get, sex starts to do... Sex used to do two things, right? It would escalate it to where, like, I feel like I wasn't mentally... Um, I wasn't mentally focused on, like, the getting to know you stage anymore um, because I feel like a different part was like activated. But the older mm-hmm. I get, what sex ends up doing is it makes me retreat the opposite way. Like I'll have sex and then I don't want to mess with them no more. Mm. And Dang. <laughs> so, so wait a second, I got wait a second. I'm gonna have to pause you right there. Okay. So you have sex and then it makes you not want to deal with them anymore. So how does that conversation go? Or 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 do you not have the conversation? And then you just kind of start to pull away from them. Yeah, that's what happens. I don't have the conversation. I just start to pull away. Like, that's usually what happens. Because I need friendship. And so, like, if we have sex and then we didn't really have a friendship like that, we was cool, it's really difficult for me to, like, engage in continuing this now because I feel like some other parts have, yeah, it's gone into this, like, I don't know. I don't know if I take you seriously. I don't know if you take me seriously. I don't know what really is going on. And I just start going the other way. Usually. Mm. I have a question. Mm-hmm. And we will talk about this a little bit later on. Does the quality of the sex matter if you retreat or if you stay? No. Actually, well, okay. okay. Well, no, no, you ain't got no, no, we'll we'll go to go to no. Okay, yeah. No. No, yeah, that surface level, no, it doesn't. Okay, okay. Now, check this out, Alex. I'm glad you're here. So, so has there ever been a time where you, at any point in your life, have you been to a point where you gave a man some expectations that you had for him, but you didn't even have the qualifiers that you were asking him for? Qualifiers like what? So... One of the examples I used is young ladies, sometimes early in a relationship, a young lady might say, to be hanging out at my house, you're going to pay, you're going to pay X, Y, Z or pay some of my rent or, mm-hmm. or, you know, I like these type of clothes. So I want you to buy me these type of clothes since we're dealing with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever given a man like saying, I want these things, but maybe you weren't where you were, you know, maybe you weren't in a good place. I wasn't doing it for actually... myself. Yeah. Mm, no. 
No, okay. I, I, yeah, I've, I think I've, and I, but I feel like that's also a hard question to answer because that don't, I have had people who've done stuff for me that I may not have, may not so have ever done for myself, but no, I did not request it. But okay, I see, that's think what I've I'm always about. been, I'm always been person in a relationship where like, I like to play my part, like do my part, play my role, you know, like, mm-hmm. What what is it? Pick up my slack. Pick up my pieces of it. Not like I'm just gonna take this free ride and ride it. Like that's. So I love that. So so here's another question. So sorry. You, you see see I'm glad I have a, a a woman on the phone. So that was, okay. So here goes my other question. Have you ever had a man where noticeably you knew he was being a simp for you? Yeah. And we actually had this conversation the other day, didn't we? we I, yeah, we, yeah, we talked about it. We did. We, we did. had this conversation about him. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and 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 now that we on the pod, uh, <laughs> right? So, I was like, yeah, I did. Okay, go so, ahead. So now with with that, once you knew that's what that was, what dynamic? How did that change the relationship? I never wanted anything from him, so I thought we was just gonna be kicking it, and you know not nothing nothing was ever going to be serious and then he started getting serious and it started a lot of arguments because I was the other on the other side of like I don't want no relationship (laughs) I don't want I don't want anything (laughs) like that but I had just got out of a bad one so like I was just it was fun you know like you need that like release I got out of a bad relationship okay now let me you know, I I feel bad that I am. I understand the rebound, mm-hmm. but I also understand that it's good if the person not knows they're the rebound, but knows like this isn't. I don't want anything like, and that's. But it's normally the guy who will come out and say like, I don't really want anything. I'm like, oh okay, that's great. And then mm-hmm. we're you know few months in and now he's like what's going on like yeah so so this is this is the thing so how do you set your expectations for a relationship like like okay so me me and you me and you i'm courting you i'm trying to get with you and i say okay alex i really like you what's the expectations that you have for me if i'm gonna be with you how would you communicate that to me? So what I have, like what I'm learning about, you know, how I like to go about relationships is that I like relationships that are like friendships. Um, I feel like sometimes we have to talk about things as we come to them. Like as we come to that, like bridge, then we need to have a discussion, especially if it's like, you know, knowing things that I like, knowing things that I don't like. I feel like, and in friendship is necessary because I need to be able to be open to say like, oh yeah, this is something that I do. Like, oh yeah, no, I don't like that. Um, just so that we're in like some type of um, understanding because it is, it's difficult to say all of the things that you want or the things that you like or the things that like you expect right off the bat because sometimes they change too. 
Yeah, they're going to change. Yeah. But, so I can't be thing, like right out the gate. But what's the easiest expectation that you definitely make sure? Because I know like one of the things I think we've talked about in the past, I think that is the easy one is monogamy, right? Yeah. Uh, friendship, continual friendship. Yeah. Um, and communication. Okay. And then, so effective. So, how would you explain effective communication for him? Like, what do you, what do you see as effective communication in your relationship? George, I'm I'm right now. I'm on the struggle bus right now, so I can't. Nah. Give, <laughs> I can't. Give, I can't give a definitive answer for that because. Um, yeah, I'm on the struggle that's, with that right now. That's cool. Um, that's cool. I, and I feel like it's because it depends on the wave that you're on. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I've noticed, like, when I'm in a good mood, I'm easier. I'm. It's easier for me to uh, communicate the things mm-hmm. that I need. But when I'm in a funky mood, you know, and that person could also be in a funky mood. Like you don't know, like y'all don't really know what's going, like how each other feel individually. It's yeah. a little difficult to talk about communication when you're dealing with stuff internally. And so mm-hmm. that's where I think the struggle has come is like, I may be dealing with things internally for myself and then the communication is off. And so, so you end up, I don't, it's like, you don't want to project but at the same time, you're like, okay. <laughs> so, so question: Are you one of those young ladies that when you when you so so Alex, what's going on with you? Nothing. <laughs> when it's noticeable, are you are you one of those? I don't say nothing. I say I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I am though. Yeah. Is it so? I am. so th- so the, so the one thing I like about what you're, what you're presenting is, because you're actually presenting, I think, a common thing that a lot of people have, where I think the good part is, I, and I think this is really dope that you said this, is it's based on my mood. And I think, that, I think that when you can communicate that to somebody else, I think that really helps them so that it's, they can understand it's not because of something that they've done or that they did. It's, it's about what you're dealing with. Because I think that's a hard part a lot of times in relationships is understanding that sometimes internally we're going to have different things going on that might trigger, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so that yeah, that's what happens. Like it's a it's there's a there's a slip in communication between a person, but you already have stuff that's going on. And I feel like that that has to do with a lot of like the energy and the frequencies that you're putting out is that like, you've got to fix your energy and get your energy together in order for you to pick up, pick up better in the relationship. Because if I start talking about where I feel right, how I feel right now, um, I'll be talking about an array of things that mm-hmm. don't actually have to do with exactly how I feel in the relationship. It's, maybe things about how I feel about myself and then there are things in the relationship also Mm. so yeah I think that that's the part of communication that's hard I was watching um 
I I don't want to say her name wrong. Um, fix my life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I I was watching her. Um, and they were a married couple talking about what each other was doing incorrectly in the relationship. And looking at a hindsight, you know, you look at it, you're looking, you're like, it's him. It's something wrong with him. And mm -hmm. then you look at her, she starts, you know, digging out her stuff and there's something wrong with her. And the thing <laughs> is, there's something wrong with both of them have found in each other are issues that they have within themselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what I've had to, like, that was like something that I had to pay attention to is that if I have an issue in my relationship, the first thing I have to do is check myself to see if there is an issue. Because normally, like, we might be moving at, like, a good ebb and flow, and then something gets messed up, and then you're like, is that me? Is that them? Because that's the first thing you want to be like, they doing this. But really, you have this energy that's going on around you that you need to fix. And then you can address it if it's still going on. But So 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 let's talk about accountability because we, we actually talked about this earlier. And I wanna and I wanna know so when you're in a relationship and you're when you're talking about accountability, is it is it heal do you think it's because you're healed you're, or healing that it's easier for you to say to look at um what you're doing first and then talk to that person or or were you always like that no it's because i'm healing it's not okay. because i've always been like no i definitely haven't always i mean yeah i've I try not to project like I've always tried to do that. But at the same time, I have to I don't think that I've checked my energy first before. Um, bringing up an issue I have in a relationship. Mm. See, that's one of the things that I think that um, for me, one of the things that I've been doing a lot of studying on is about accountability. And accountability versus uh, narcissism, you know, from a standpoint mm -hmm. of uh, a lot of times, like I was, me, like I think me and Ken were actually having a call that I said I was really upset that um, I didn't think to call you to get you in on the call when we were talking. But one of the things I feel is as a man is, a man, you have no choice but to get over the fact that you're being held accountable for different things. Because at the end of the day, society isn't going to let you rock and not be and, and not hold yourself accountable is what happens for a man who's held accountable and let's say he is a narcissist he does things like he gives you these veiled apologies like mm -hmm. i didn't know i was doing that like you say oh george mm -hmm. you hurt me because you were doing this oh i didn't know i was doing that mm -hmm. to you alex and you like you was right there in the moment with me or uh a man who's a narcissist who is trying to give you fake accountability. He'll say something to the effect of, I don't know why you feel that way. I don't know what could be done to make you feel that way. You've already told me it's me in my actions, but I'm still going to hit you with the, I don't know. And I think mm -hmm. that, I think that even, I think that's why I think, um, I think it's easier for men to know they have to 
accept accountability, but I feel like, and this is me, and then I want you to, I'll gladly take any rebuttal. I think it's harder for women to accept accountability sometimes because sometimes out of pure emotion, they think we're assigning blame. When really what accountability is, it's not about assigning blame and saying, hey, I messed up or, hey, yeah, I did that. And I think sometimes, I think sometimes from what I've experienced in life, it's always been easier for me to get to that point of accepting my accountability and culpability and things than it has any woman. So I I gladly take your rebuttal. So I'm going to say that I don't think in my past experiences with that Mm -hmm. of like wanting to take account of like taking accountability for a certain harm mm-hmm. it usually come up when I am bringing up a harm that has been done to me I mm. don't think that at this it is the appropriate time because I feel like what guys a lot of in my experience I don't know mm-hmm. if all I mean I don't know all guys but in my experience when a woman brings up a situation to a man they then turn around and say well I didn't say nothing when you did this this is not the time. You didn't say nothing, so you should stay mute about it. Right now, Ooh. let's talk about what I'm saying, and but oh. then the conversation never goes the right way because after that, it's a whole it's a whole shebang oh. because you're no longer listening. Your neither party is listening, and every both party wants to be heard. And so that has been my experience: is that like I'll be in the middle of a, you know bringing up something that I feel I need to speak up about. And then it's being thrown in my face that I did something that they didn't speak up about. And that's not, Mm. I feel like that's not fair. Like that's not the time for me to say like, yeah, I did that. And so I, and even when I decided to like, yeah, I did that. It doesn't, okay, yes, I did that. I apologize moving forward. Now let's talk about what you have done. And it don't matter. It's a whole shutdown because they're like, you didn't change it. Like I can't change it. I can't go back and fix it right now because it's already been done. But I mean, I can be account. I can, you know, apologize for it. I can say that I'll do better. I'll make sure I'm mindful about those things. But um, I, this is, I have feelings on my chest right now that I'm bringing up and it's not your time. So that's just been my experience of why I may not have been so agreeable to be like, yeah, I did that. I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about me. I think, I think that uh, you brought up a very good point. I think sometimes some men do uh, lack the ability to, one, I think when a female brings up accountability to a man in, in some of those settings, I think that sometimes it's like some men do want to go tit for tat. Um, mm-hmm. I, that, um, I think you actually kind of gave a good example of a male who's a narcissist who kind of brought up yep. past time allegedly hurt me and I'm guessing he probably was because that yep came out so fast uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I think that I think that you know as as I'm kind of doing a lot of work on myself because my fear for myself was that I, I had narcissistic behavior but um, what I found is I, I really don't um, I'm actually super critical of myself. Um, I beat myself up. I worry about the harm I do to others. I always want to make sure that um, I don't hurt somebody and leave them hurt. And then a lot of times 
in relationships, I will once I notice that I will I will uh, eject myself from the relationship. I'll uh, I'll, I'll break up with that person because mm. for me. I'm going to relive in my head the hurt I did to that person. Yeah, narcissists, oh. they're not, they're not going to let go. They're going to keep yeah. on until it's, you know, because they didn't do any, they didn't do anything. <laughs> exactly. And that was always my fear. That was always my fear. It took me going to therapy, shouts out to Dr. Washington, uh, for me to really understand that that's not me and understand truly that I'm actually a person who struggles from a standpoint of I'm in my own head. And when I say I'm in my own head, I'm in my own head. Like, oh my gosh, why did you do this? Why did you do that? And I'm super critical of myself. And because of that, it, it gets me to the point where I'm at now, where, where I'm just like, okay, I need to be mindful of what I do and how I make other person feel and be accountable for how I make people feel, which I think is very hard for a lot of people to do. Because a lot of people feel like they don't, they shouldn't have to be responsible for how people feel. But I think once you enter into personal relationships with people, you have to understand that that is a part of uh, your expectations. Now, with that being said, mm, 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 so our dessert is a little different today, Alex, that we have today. And what I want to do with the dessert is I want to do it a little bit different. Okay. So I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to let you answer the question and let you let you handle dessert. <clears throat> and I'm uh, I'm going I'm to chime in on the back end. Oh, gosh. I feel pressure. I got to handle dessert. Okay. So here it goes. That's this is what it is. This is the question. This is the question. It's a really good question. I think you can really probably talk from it from a very good point. <sighs> so do you believe which one do you feel is more valid? Pretty girl privilege or good dick privilege? Which one is more valid? Yeah. Uh, I think they both have validity um, to certain parties. Um, like I I have never been one who um who really um valued good dick privilege. <laughs> um, I I feel like good thing about God, you know, he gave every man one. Uh-huh. And um and you know uh where there's one there'll be another one. And so uh, I, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> uh, y'all make me sound so like, you know. It's no judgment. It's no judgment. I feel it, but I, I, I believe you as well. Um, but I think that there are, I've experienced and know women who operate out of the good good dick privilege, like where someone is just giving it to them good and they just keep on coming back and it is not beneficial, it is not feeding their soul, 
You know, I, in the last, you know, couple years, I've been doing a lot of research on like orgasms and really orgasms really take from you. I know people mm. say that they are, um, they feel like they're, they're a release. And, but that's the reason why a lot of males need to go to sleep right after they have sex, because all of your creative, all of your creativity lies within your reproductive organs. And so when you release that, you have now released that creativity, you released your, you know, that drive that the the stuff that's keeping you going and keeping you flourishing um and that's why you can see like even if you think about like men who have been locked up or men who have committed to like being monks and took a vow of celibacy and stuff they're they're able to learn a lot more and do a lot more because they are keeping that within them mm. and so uh I have really, um, I really don't know that people understand that the draining that it does on you, but for women too, the draining that it does on you to always be releasing. Like I really, I enjoy, you know, having sex. I just think that um, I work really hard to try to keep <laughs> my climax within uh, because it's just, it's very, it just, it's, it's kind of sometimes self-sabotaging. And when you're messing with somebody who doesn't bring you anything but that, like doesn't bring you anything but, but good dick, like he not doing nothing but sucking out your soul. Oh, and Lord. I'm sorry. Like, that's really the truth. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the truth. Like, it ain't, that's all it is. Because if y'all don't have, like, if he's not nourishing you in any way, like, I'm really big on, like, I don't just be messing around and having, like, you know, cuddy buddies who don't add value to my life as well because of that reason. Mm. And, and so I don't really like the whole good dick thing. That's not... Pretty girl, on the other hand, uh... <sighs> Is it pretty girl or is it seductive girl privilege? Like, is it because I, I believe I'm gonna say pretty girl privilege, but I, I, I was about to say good poom poom privilege, but but I, I think pretty girl privilege actually goes further because she could be terrible in bed and dudes tend not to care because she's pretty. For yeah, a yeah. While. yeah. Or, or she doesn't have to give them it, right? Yeah. Like, you don't even yeah. have to go through the process. It could be good and you don't have to give them it because I feel like. Pretty girl is actually just going off of the energy that you possess because everybody who people think is pretty, they ain't always pretty, but you know, mm -hmm. they value something about that energy that they're giving off. So I think pretty girl is better, if anything. Mm. Like I just I think that one's better than the the soul sucking. <laughs> so. Yeah, so so you definitely taught me something on today. <laughs> Because because I was I was actually thinking about this today. Today I was thinking about the fact of for fellas, the women that you know you gave like that good peen to, right? Uh -huh. Those ones I can text you 
what up, big head, all day, every day, and I'm gonna get a response. But you know, the ones I might have pre-ejaculated and um it was over <laughs> really fast. I can't I can't I can't send no message to them. But I, I usually gotta send them some food or something or send or you know, or make sure I send them a gift or something like that, uh, before I could even have a conversation with them. But I think about it from a standpoint of kind of like you said, um, those that you gave the good team to, I, I usually had toxic relationships with them. You did. I, I, I don't believe you did because it is so sucking. Those sexual, prime, only sexual relationships are so sucking. That's all you're doing with each other is pulling and pulling and taking and taking and nobody's filling each other up at all. And so yeah. it it has to be toxic. And that's why like I can't like that's why I really when it's funny, I was telling somebody about one of my old cutty buddies and he was like, he must have really liked you. Like we had found out we had messed with the same guy. We like, she must have really liked you. And I was like, um, no, I don't think that he really I think we really cool, but um that's it's not like you set that expectation. It's just like that's just the person who I am. Mm-hmm. And so we have that kind of like cool, good relationship that that feels like we're adding value. You know, like I remember when we had stopped messing around and he was like, you're gonna end up, I know you're gonna end up engaged or married or something pretty soon. And I was like, oh that was nice of you. Like it's nice that you <laughs> <laughs> nice um but i feel like we we were always we were still pouring into each other more than we were sucking out of each other and so that's that it created a balance that didn't make our relationship toxic and Mm -hmm. i have to stick with that because if i'm if i'm with if i'm messing around with somebody and we just laying down and that's it i I'm I'm probably good for one, maybe two. After that, I don't care how good it is. It's not really. It doesn't do anything else for me. Mm. You just uh, enlightened me to the sense of um, those those uh, previous relationships being like super toxic because um, uh, you know you just really made me think about. My relationships, like you, really had me over here. Like, God, <laughs> <laughs> because you know, uh, you know, it's just one of those situations. You're when you're thinking about your relationships, right? You think about how you know you kind of moved in those relationships. You kind of sitting there thinking about it, right? And you're like, you know, well, why did this feel this way or this way? And it was like literally my relationships were like I, I really had a stretch there of like probably like four or five years where I'm talking about super toxic. Like I, I had very toxic relationships. And now here I am in the most healthy place I've been and you know, doing the work on myself. Wanna, and that's why you don't want to have sex with everybody. Like that's the, that's the reason why like you you don't want to have sex with everybody because you you may not actually know but your your energy and your spirit knows that there's just something I'm I'm tired of giving all of that of me 
You know, I'm tired of giving my giving so much of myself. Like I know it's funny. One of my friends was telling me having a conversation about a guy who has, a, a, you know, one a good dick, right? And he's depressed. That's because mm. he probably be giving himself up all the time. Mm. Yeah. He can't rejuvenate himself. Like that's your that's your flower. That's what that's what grows within you. Like that's you create a whole human being out of that. And yes. that's what continues keeping you going. But we have been so overly sexualized that we haven't been taught to cherish that part of us because it's necessary for our growth and us to move forward and you know those kinds of things because if it's not healthy like that's and if if your sacral chakra is not healthy you have a lot of toxicity yeah and i think and i think you know i definitely was out here slutting it up because uh you know from the standpoint of how you you even stated like you know like that guy who was like depressed like i was dealing with so much depression i was dealing with i was just dealing with so much because honestly I really was just giving myself away like like it wasn't nothing. And then it was funny because like now here I am, like I said, I'm I'm healthy. I feel great. Um life is wonderful. And I'm not sitting here thinking, you know, thinking anything else. And I think that that's the hard part for men. That's really hard for men. And I think if men understood it from that standpoint of what they're inviting into their life by being and and not looking at it from a conquest standpoint, I think that maybe, you know, a lot more men would, would be able to work back towards being whole versus being smuts. Mm-hmm. This episode is sponsored by emergency nail pack, affordable nail sets. You won't have to wait at a salon for this is clutch for when you're in between sets or if you want to look cute, but your job prohibits acrylic nails. The emergencynailpack.com is where you can find them. They're also on Instagram under the emergency nail pack. And this is a black owned business. I'm about to go right now. <laughs> so yeah, we talking about we talking about good good um dick privilege or good meat privilege. We're trying to be PG for the youngins. Good meat privilege versus pretty girl slash good poom poom privilege. All right, so first things first. Oh, so man. let's 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 just call this yes. Now granted, you do have some women that are experienced that got the fact. But if you get a pretty girl with some good poom, she gonna get chose quicker than just the good poom by itself. It's it's men are very complex. Men are very complex. We we simple but complex individuals. We don't require much, but the things we do require. We require specifically. So if she looked good and she got the snapper, boom, she getting chose up. But if she got the snapper and she, 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 okay. If she got the snapper and she cool to take out at night, but not at daytime, I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough for her. But when it comes to the meat, women, they, I think they say like 90% or 80% of women have never experienced the orgasm. And of that, an even smaller percentage have experienced a penetration orgasm. So once you hit the button in the back of that thing, 
whoever is to hit the button in the back, once you once you turn to daddy, it just you are elevated to a whole different level. So my argument, so for, for people, I'm a, I'm a music person because I feel like people that make music, they're very pure. They're giving you their actual selves. Take some time, guys. Take some time. Take a break. I'll give you a second. Take a break. Go to Jasmine Sullivan album called Hotels. And you want to listen to, it's called Ari's Tale, Ari Lennox. I love Ari Lennox. My girl hate Ari Lennox probably because I like her so much. <laughs> listen to Ari's Tale, and Ari's going to tell you about that, that when, when that meat got put on her. And she said specifically, this is her words, she said that if it ever would have come out to who this was, people would look at me and they would be like, bitch, do you see what Google says? <laughs> and her response is, yes, I do see what Google says, but that dick spoke differently to me. She said that she was willing to throw her career away for the the, the peen. Now, I, I, I'm, I, I, I've never received any peen, so I, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is my own. I've given out some, and people have acted a little differently. I'm not, I'm not gonna pray. I'm not gonna big up myself. We just, I'm just gonna say that people have given me certain privileges because I've seen them treat other people like damn, but then they treat me good. So, I, so I feel like. The pretty girl privilege and the good D privilege is more of a better comparison. But even still, like, the D is going to get on top at all times because it's slim pickings out there. And as a wise man once said, we are the slim pickings. So that's where I'm at with that. So I, I, don't, I don't know how you feel about that, Alex. <sighs> I can't relate. Um, oh man, oh man, that's unfortunate. So, are you so you're part of the 90 percent? The 90 percent of what? Okay, never mind. Who never had an orgasm? That's what they say. No, I'm definitely <laughs> not a part of that. <laughs> not a part of that percentage. I'm not a part of that percentage at all. Okay, let um, me go. <laughs> I'm not. I, I just like I, I, I just think you know. No matter how good it is, there's another one. Like it's somebody else. I'm not. I'm not giving away my whole life for it. Um, not doing that. I feel like <laughs> that is very. That's toxicity at its finest. If you feel like because you got an orgasm, somebody you gonna give away your whole life. Now I will say this. Moment of transparency. The first time I got an orgasm, I feel like I probably did stay in that relationship too long. Now, just being, I, I mean, being real, um, I stayed in it too long. It was toxic. Uh, but after that, I would never do it again. And the reason why I also know I would never do it again, it started off bad. Like the sex started off, it wasn't good. And we had to like work on it, but in working on it, I started to discover things that I liked and things that would get me riled up and would actually help me to climax. And so okay. because I went through that, we went through that process of like making sex better and me actually eventually reaching a climax, I think that 
that was good for me because now I wasn't so trapped up in the fact that somebody could make me have an orgasm because I, I learned how to have it on my own. Like I learned how to have it with him. So it wasn't that he came and gave me this best orgasm of my life and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't ever leave. But our exploration definitely had me staying, I feel like, longer. And it was a, but it was a lot more than that, though. It wasn't like he just came. I've never messed with somebody who all they had to offer was they dangling. That's not, I'm just, I'm not that person. Like, that's all you have to offer. We could probably get, like I told, like I said, like, we could probably get one or two good times in. But after that, what are we doing here? We're sucking the lives out of ourselves. Like we just soul sucking each other. I mean, but sometimes that's that's sometimes that's, that's a cool thing to do, depending yeah. on who you with. I don't know that soul sucking is a good thing. I can't okay. say that soul sucking. So I don't know any relationship I've been in. Well, I actually haven't been in them. Um, where you sucking someone's soul has been beneficial to your life. <laughs> We were talking mm. about what was beneficial. We were talking about what was good. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that we were. <laughs> okay, you you, 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 you you're saying it like as if you know you. We you weren't worried about beneficiaries at this point. Beneficiaries when you die, I'm living. No, 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 no. Get my soul sucked out of me. <laughs> Getting your soul sucked. Um, I was trying to explain this is that your creativity and every like. Your creativity and your productivity is housed in your reproductive organs. I understand. And, okay. And so every time you bust one, right, man or woman, you now have your body needs time to now rebuild those cells so that you can now become productive and creative as possible again. And you are losing those things every time you are with someone who is just soul sucking your soul. Like they're just taking, if a guy just, all you bring in is good, a guy or a girl, like if all you bring in is, is that, you're actually just allowing each other to pull from each other and not give anything. Because after you get done, like, I'm not going to lie and act like a, a good nut isn't good. Like it, you, it helps you sleep real good. It'll actually help you be comatose where you can't even get up. And that's why I'm not driving home. Like earlier, like when we was talking about the whole um, don't spend a night. If you only there for that reason, I'm not about to be going home. I need to go to bed. <laughs> got to recharge. I got to recharge. Right. Because my, I have just been sucked. My life has just been sucked out of me. So Let me get you this Uber right quick. <laughs> if that's what's gonna happen, we can do that. But I, yeah, I mean, right. one there because I'm my Uber. Car. Yeah, I'm yeah. Uber you here and back. Yeah, you <laughs> that, that works. That works for me. Yeah. But and then you can you can fall asleep, but you when you wake up, you'll be at your final destination. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with I'm that. A, but having to wake all the way up is not what's I'm up. A, but I'm, I'm gonna get you Uber Black too, because you know you classic. Oh, that's fancy. Ooh, Thank you. Uber Black. Uber Black. I'm not Uber Black. <laughs> <laughs> we know, we know a, cash applicable funds. Yeah, oh, if this oh, if this wasn't a pandemic, you if it wasn't a pandemic, she'd be in an Uber pool. <laughs> Jeez. Meet new friends Jeez. along the way. 
Oh my God! That was so sweet. <laughs> he was like, "I got your Uber." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but I, 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 I really, I really want to go back and revisit this because here we go with Alex with the Minority Report again about how she has never been dickmatized. But let's talk about your homegirls that you in the group chat with. They can't leave Pookie and Ray Ray alone. Yeah. Because Pookie and Ray Ray lick her from the rooter to the tutor. Let's talk about and the then, smut. And then, and then beat her like Ike did Tina, but in a good way. Eat the cake anime. Okay. So. Yeah, let's talk about them. Let, let's dress them because the minority report is over with now. Yeah, because we know you, you, know, you got too much testosterone or something. You done ran Steve Harvey too many times. Okay. Um, I okay, so yes, I do know women who get digmatized, like, I know that that happens, but I also feel like in that state, they start to go through like depression, like, they start there. There's, I I mean, your soul is getting sucked out of you, like, you you got anxiety. Yeah, you got anxiety, depression, codependency. Like, you're going through all this stuff, and that's because you're just getting drained. Your your chakras all messed up. Not your chakras. I'm just being real. Like, you got a whole bunch of stuff going on, and when you, like, when you're digmatized, like, even... can we? Can I don't want to, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to revisit a point that I made earlier. When it's good, it's good. Not many women get that feeling. No, when it's good, so, it's toxic. That's cute. <laughs> but how? How can a woman shake that if she barely gets it? If it feels just that good. I feel like you gotta know. You you gotta know that there's more. There's more. I have okay. I'm I'm gonna rewind before I say something. I I know that there's oh <laughs> no, dang, this is what we need you for. I'm we, gonna we, say I've I've had mistakes. Like I don't like it's not like I go. I don't sit around and be like, dang, I really miss so and so because there's an ele- when there's an ele- um. Evolution of there's an evolution of sex. Can I pop in right quick? Yeah. See, men are the opposite. I'm looking. I'm looking in my Rolodex. It's saying, "Who did I? Who did I smash the smithereens that I can send this? Hey, big head text to. Like, like that's that's what I'm looking at. So what you telling me is, you on the other hand, you're not thinking like that. I'm not. And I don't and I don't think that anybody's ever been perfect. Like I don't think I've ever had a perfect sex partner. I've had really good ones and like I've had really good like I've had really good sex, but like have you been perfect? No. And what you realize, and this is the thing, like once you like when you're with somebody else, and this is and I guess this is different from guys and girls also, is like you only have a hole to stick it in, right? That's what you're going off of. That what that feels like when you're inside of it, right? Guys have more than just that to operate with, right? They have they have different different 
different kinds of strokes, different widths, different girths, different lengths, different. There's all types of like different kinds of shapes and things that go on with a man in that region and also how he operates it. So it's like it's like going to a museum and getting a new ride. Like, oh, that, oh, that museum got. A, I mean, I mean, going to a music park and getting a new ride. Oh, that music park got a new ride. I wonder what it's like. Oh yeah. And sometimes you get on it and you're like, that was not a good ride. Like that, was, you could have kept that one to yourself. You're like, oh, okay, that was yeah. a different kind of ride. I ain't never had that before. Like that. Okay, all right, that was good. And I think that what well, I took this test. Um, it asks like, what's your sexual um, blueprint? And this may have a lot to do with it. So I may be actually, I might have to, you know, pull myself out of it a little bit also is um, I took my, I took my sexual blueprint and I came out that said that I was a, a I was mostly sexual. I was mostly a sexual. And then I was a shapeshifter right after that. So sexuals love sex like they have like this like we're not having a good day if we ain't have good sex right so i feel like i put off the energy like i that is something that is a requirement to come into my energy force field and so i have had all types of sex that has been good and some people are like i'm just saying like other people got different gifts that people don't have like everybody got a little different a little different twang to them that everybody don't have. So I haven't had one person. If anything, I probably want to, you know, build a bear with that. But that's, okay. it's not one that I'm like, oh my goodness, you right there are. That's it. Like there's nothing else. And so yeah. So I can't. It's hard to get digmatized like that. Okay, but 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 let's let's say you meet that person. Let's 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 pretend. Let's pretend that, that build the bear person exists. Where do we go from there? I've just met so many at this point that I can't feel like that happens. Like I just feel like <laughs> it just doesn't it just doesn't happen. Like it's not I'm not a believer of it because I ain't seen it happen. And Okay. But I do think that because like at one point well, it, when I was, it had to happen personally to you. You mean yeah? Right? When I was married, like I I swore like that was like the best. Like I swore like everything about our sexual relationship was amazing, and and then we um then I messed with somebody after him. Then I was like, oh, that was good too. Like okay, and now I have no like I don't have a desire that I miss that. Like I don't I don't miss it. Um, we had a lot of good times. I had a lot of good, I'm also an ex, like, I like experiences. So that's also another thing. Like I like experiences. So it's okay that it's not the same. And I really don't, I don't know that I love the same. Like I like somebody who wants to be different All like who wants to be different. Okay. Yeah. So it works. It works for me, but I, I mean, I don't like pain or none of that, but you know. I like energy of sex. So I want I want to take that test. That test sounds fun. Oh, I'll send it to y'all so y'all can take it. I should have sent it to y'all when I took it when I took it. Yeah, y'all need to take it because I want to know what y'all are. Mine's gonna say no pull out. Who pulls out? (laughs) (laughs) It made so much I found out that um 
somebody I used to date was like a, it, they, they have a, it's an energetic where like they operate off of energy. Like they like having sex based off like energy. And I was like, that makes so much sense. The fact that like, well, they would get you mad to fuck or something. No, like when we were, they like good energy. Like when we were in a, when we were arguing and stuff like that, not, we didn't really, well, we did have bad arguments, but in the beginning, like, if we were, like, I was acting a little bratty, because I just wanted some, and he'll be, like, I don't understand why you would want to have sex, and we're, we're, like, not on, uh, not in a good energy field, and I'm, like, that's how I am. We could make it a good energy, we could make it a good energy field, give me a kiss, it'll make it a whole lot better. Nah, man, we got we beefing, we beefing right now. So yeah. there's, there's there's no there's no dick until this beef is over. We're gonna have oh, to have a conversation about it because I want a nut. Yeah, was just say that I do. Nah, it still don't matter, bro. We beefing. That's what my that's what I say. I'm like, I just want some. Like, what's wrong with you? I want some. Like, what the heck is going on? Well, we need to well well we need to talk through this situation right now. Well, no, we don't have to talk through it. If you tell me you want some extra, I can do that. I can do that for you. That's all. The ones I that me, the ones that kill me is the ones that act out and don't know why they acting out. So, so again, we got Alex with the Minority Report. So yeah, yeah some <laughs> people don't want, just want some love and affection. Like that's really what I want. I just want some love and affection right now, and I'm good. Like that's it. What is wrong with you? I don't feel like I'm getting any love and affection. That's what I want right now. And then he'll be just walk off like that's your business. Like what? You know, so, this is so you, we never got to the bottom. So, so what do you feel wins? Do you feel that pretty girl privilege win, wins? I think pretty girl privilege wins. You I think, think because so? you don't have because you don't you don't have to get the soul sucked out of you for it. Like you don't have but, to have pretty girls don't have to have sex. I just feel like privilege fades. doesn't mean you have sex, huh? My argument is that beauty fades. So pretty girl privilege only lasts for so long. Like, like good, good. It don't, it don't always get hard. But at, at the end of the day, you can get you a pill. Or, or you, matter of fact, like you were saying earlier. Okay, you can get is, surgery. Whereas if, if, if I keep up my body and I eat right, and I, I, get, I move out of the food desert and I get my body right, I'm still going at 50, 60. You but know. that's the same thing as somebody who get they who get themselves who do the same thing. Like Halle Berry, how old? Beauty ain't really been fading. There's ten niggas that's fifty, sixty years old with twenty something year old girlfriends. <laughs> there are because people are taking care of themselves, but beauty don't have to fade as quickly as we're making it fade. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I feel like the meat gonna win just because it's it's less it's less of it to go around. You want me to meat to win. It don't matter it's less of it to go around. It, it's still being given out to multiple multitudes. Oh Jesus. No, I don't mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. It's being given out to multitudes. She said this is being right. given out. My right. God. That I don't, is, I don't know what, about that. You may not know about it personally if you wanna now we're gonna to minority report again. So I won't be the minority report. Now you want to become it because oh, no, 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 I ain't getting no meat, so I, I can't do nothing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about no. I said no, not you getting it, giving it out. What about to There's oh, guys I- who know that they are that they give out good ping, and 
they give it out to multiple, a bunch of people. Oh, but damn, that's, that's, those guys got to do better. Those guys? <laughs> we just like, but we know this happens. Just so we're not, we're not acting like it's crazy. We know this I, happens. I only, I only, I only, I only. But yeah, so as we were saying, <laughs> as we were saying, <laughs> we'll move along. Yeah, you know, I, I'll stand my piece on it. <laughs> so what we got, Dr. Gaskin, man? Did we get your feelings on this? Uh, well, this is this is what I'm going to say. Um, I am a true believer that um, <laughs> I'm a true believer that it is definitely more so uh, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you, Alex. It is more so about good peen because it, it's like this. It's like this. One, there is less of it. Two, um, I think that um, what we're starting to see is um, there's it's, it's, it's so funny that in some some places, women, women who basically know there's not a lot of good peen around, they allow them, they allow men to get away with a lot more things because of it. You know, they they allow men to get away with having multiple girlfriends. Um, you have you starting to see throuples. You're starting to see throuples where you're seeing two women with one man because guess what? There's just not a quality out there. A quality, um, you know, quality from a standpoint of, uh, you know, quality men out there. So because of that, you have a lot of women who are taking the L on these relationships. So and some women, if they run across a dude who can who can give them good pain, they they will deal with toxic situations. Um, I, I kind of talked about this earlier, like the situations that I was in with women who things were toxic guess what they stayed you know it was like you know she would put that thing on me and it would be super toxic like you know i'm talking about i'm hating life uh i got anxiety but here i am in this toxic a relationship because guess what she gonna put me to sleep and i'm gonna put the thumb in my mouth looking like marcus from boomerang and you know and you know it's very easy to find a jacqueline Jacqueline's a dime a dozen. I hate to say it because like one thing Kenny said earlier is if she has enough experience, you know, she done perfected her jump shot. She done perfected that fadeaway. She done got her Kobe on. So, you know, she knows how to uh, to use what she has to get whatever it is she wants. So I believe it definitely comes down to good peen versus pretty girl privilege because guess what? Um, I live in South Florida. Um, I've been on a date down here and the girl I might've been with was a 10, but guess what? The other girls crossing the other table was a 10 as well too. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I agree that happens, but if you're saying good sex over whether you're just pretty, then I guess, yeah, sex is going to win. I'm not going to say that it's just one, one P over the other P. I feel like both of them, mm-hmm. it depends on the person. Like, because when you have glitter, 
you know, guys keep flocking to it. So I mean, yeah, stay in it. Like it could be the worst relationship ever, but they gonna stay with with the glitter. If they're gonna stay, and they're gonna be losing their minds. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I just feel like it's it's an overabundance of glitter, and it's not it's not much. There's, there's, there's not many magic sticks out there. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's abundance of glitter. What kind of glitter specifically? Like you said, there's abundance of good glitter sticks. I mean, I'm good glitter holes out there. I'm going to say it like this. is I've been watching a lot of Busted Challenge videos. and Praise be to God. It is my firm belief. That <laughs> is that the basketball game in the background? There's <laughs> a game over after this one. So I've been watching I've been watching a lot of Busted Challenge videos. And it's, it's it's a good amount of glitter out there. It's a good amount of glitter. That, that don't mean okay, so well, you know, it, it depends on what you because I feel like you now you're talking about pretty girl. Not really. Not glitter. Not really. How you know? How you know it's good? You ain't stuck your thing in it. I mean, you don't gotta know. You don't gotta know it's good because sometimes if you think it's good, that's all that matters. Not that's part of it. That's part. Well, then pretty girl can win too. Then that's all it gotta be. But this is my other. This is my other argument. My other argument is that also, if we're gonna talk about glitter, I'm looking at hips and movement, and if the hips can move, <laughs> it, it, we 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 can agree that even though we can all agree that it doesn't take much for a man to reach his release point, to say. Mm-hmm. So all she has to do is she can do a couple good moves, then boom, we good. She don't have to be pretty to do those moves. <laughs> and, 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 and and amen. And, and to further go to my point, like I say, I feel like the busted challenge proves why men holler at women when they go into the gas station looking busted, because we understand ah. that we understand what's up under that. We understand that she gonna get right. We we, we see oh we see the potential. Oh we see the if a nigga don't see nothing else, she gonna see potential. <laughs> I be trying to figure it out. Well, they, they, hey, 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 it's evident. It's you gotta think we done all every man, every man after a certain age has lived with a woman. So we seen her in her moo and her, you know, bonnet early in the morning. So we know, we know, but then we also know what the other side of that. I get it. That makes sense. Cause I kind of feel like it's one of those situations where this this is a good topic because I think realistically speaking. If if we're going to get down to the nuts and bolts of this, is there a right answer? Is there a wrong answer? Yeah, it is a right answer. Very much so. But, but, and, you know, and I think that, um, I think I, I think I was talking to somebody about this and I could say the answer, but I would never say that answer on this podcast. And you know what that answer is, Kenny. That's cool. We're going to take it, we're going to take it, we're going to take it to Chatty House. Yeah, we can take it to Chatty House, but uh, we definitely can't. You can't. We can't discuss that on this podcast. Uh, but um, <laughs> I'll tell you about it after we get offline, uh, Alex. But um, but I definitely do think that um, the 
the relationships, I think Alex brought up some, some really strong points. Uh, and I think that for men, I think a lot is said about the fact that um, when we do release, it's like it does kill a lot. Like, I, I've never in the past got up after having sex being like, I'm going to get out here and go be somebody. Nah. I, I'd have been like, I'm going to bed. I'm about to go back. <laughs> and, and, and I basically, I got to recharge myself to go out and do anything. But when I've gone through times of celibacy, that's when I got at my life. Like, cause basically during COVID, during, during this, um, during the whole quarantine, it's been perfect for me because I've been at my most creative, Heck, you know, during during COVID, I started a podcast, um, working on a few businesses, you know, different things like that. And I think that, I think from from a male perspective, honestly, um, guarding my nut has actually helped me to be more creative and have more success. Absolutely. And it, it's kind of inspired me to have more drive versus when I was hoeing and I was having sex with a whole bunch of women and kind of feeling like all of these women are super fucking toxic, excuse my language, I started to see how, you know, it was, it was a drive killer. I was depressed. I was on antidepressants, um, you know, and I was in terrible long-term relationships, um, even without good poon. Like, I'm talking about, like, you know, it might have been subpar, and I still stay... Oh, God, stayed, let's not go there. I still, still stay... Yeah, because, because, because you still, because you're still ejaculate, even if it's subpar. Exactly. Oh, exactly. My God. You know, let's not go there. I, oh why not? Because I, I, I just... All right, let's go there. All right, so I'm going I'm to I'm 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 share my story. I got to get this off my chest. Let's go ahead and get it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, we may or may not have to edit this one out. So, <laughs> okay. once upon a time, I was dealing with this chick, right? Uh, this Puerto Rican chick. So, I'm teaching her English. She's teaching me Spanish. And we just, we're kicking it. We're having a good time. And every week, we will meet up. And, you know, we would do us for one day out of that week. Mm-hmm. And after probably like the second or third time, it just got to a point where it's just like, I'm killing her. And... The whole time I'm killing her, I'm looking at myself like, why am I doing this? Like, why am mm-hmm. I having sex right now? Like, I am, yep. I am fucking the shit out of her. <laughs> why am I here right now? Like, what am I doing with myself? And it was so bad because the whole time I was with her, I had a crush on this other girl. And I would actively, like, this shit, girl's my friend as well. So I would tell her about my crush. Like, like before we fuck, no, like, we actually have an actual friendship. And I'm not even getting to the story about how me and my crush, how she got in the car accident and all that stuff. We just gonna skip past that because that's just that's another time. That's probably Patreon. But lo and behold, the Puerto Rican girl claimed that she, she made a false claim against me. It wasn't it wasn't nothing on like no no um, rape or nothing like that. But she said something was true and it wasn't true. And it made me tell the girl that I like, hey, this is true without me finding out first. And I ended up losing out on my crush because of this Puerto Rican girl that every time I was having sex with her, I couldn't even figure out why I was having sex just because I needed a release that bad. Mm. So had I held my nut, I would have been, I probably would have started my podcast and been like, been like Dr. Gas Cam Man and, and went somewhere in life. But chasing that damn. <laughs> Lord have mercy. 
it's like a drug. It sends out those dopamines, yeah. and then and then after that, after that, it leads to depression. It leads to a bunch of other just misguidedness in your life. But just imagine yes. being depressed while you in it, because I know I'm. <laughs> I know I'm. I'm murdering yeah. her. Like I'm looking at her die. No, I, 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 I have. I've been in that position, like laying there and like, why am I sleeping in right now? Like, yeah, I, like just get up, just, just <laughs> get up. But you can't get up. You can't like you know there, you're like get up, girl. Don't you're paralyzed. Like, but you know what? That's the thing, though. You're in. The, you're in that moment, and you're sitting there. You know, you're in that moment, and it's not. It's not even while y'all having sex. It's them at your house. Or you're yeah, at your house. y'all sitting on the like this is not about to happen. <laughs> you you get yeah. the release. You get the release in your head that says, "I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to get some coochie." Like if you a guy, you know what it is. Some some men, it's a little shake that you feel in your spirit. You be like, mm. she she wants like you feel her energy. She wants to give me the coochie. And at that point, I think that's when you feel that you got to be like, and this is why she got to go. And you got to get her up out of there because I think that I think it is one of those things where it's a cycle because you'll sit there and think you talk to this girl, you tell her you don't really want to have sex for real. Like, you know, you tell her like, hey, you know, you know, I, I don't think we're there yet. Da, 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 da. But this is what I've learned as a man. You got to say no. Okay. The vibe might be the the vibe is cool. It is tight. She is feeling you. You got to say no, because if you don't say no, that moment will happen. And guess what? You're going to be held accountable for how she feels after sex. Mm-hmm. So if she feel like she love you, guess what? You're accountable for that. She feel like you took advantage of her because she was emotionally feeling some type of way. You're responsible for that. Because mm-hmm. nobody going nobody gonna want to hear you out on this. So you have to understand that. And then you're also responsible for how you're going to feel after this. So when you mm-hmm. end up feeling depressed and you sitting there in the bathroom, sitting on the toilet, looking at your dick, talking to your dick like, but dog, why you got me into this? No, it was your brain that got you into this. Your, mm-hmm. your dick didn't get you into this because your dick did what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And as you said, center on the heavens. But I think that I think that that's the problem a lot of times for men is you don't want to look at it that way. and You don't want to be real with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit hurt my feelings, though. <laughs> that shit hurt my feelings. That's that's. Mm-mm-mm. I need I need to watch that. I need to watch that soul tie off or something. <laughs> but continue on. Cut them cords. No, but yeah. It, it's a it, it's but it comes with like growth and maturity and detox and you know. recovery periods where you have to learn that that just wasn't what you should have been doing or where you should have been but you had to go like it's like you had to go through it you had to go through that experience of like I had like I've been in that place of just giving up myself and it didn't it didn't lead me to flourishing in life and that's what I'm trying to do yeah so yes it's good I feel like just like how y'all feel like it's good, good, um, it's glitter everywhere. I feel like it's good pink everywhere. Like I just don't. But 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 but, but can we can we revisit the fact that you say you've yet to find the perfect? When we can we can specifically tell you 
where Perfect stays at right now, and we probably haven't talked to her in like six years. I'm not I can literally, I could give you her Instagram, I could give you her Twitter, I could give you what her name is on Facebook right Damn now. So I could tell you, I could tell you what her cash app is. <laughs> I, no, I'm not saying that I haven't had really amazing sex, I have, but do I feel I, like I, I just feel like there's some people who like, I don't feel like everybody. There's somebody whose penetration may be a really good, but then their touch is off. And then there's somebody mm. who gives, like, they they head is really good, but then they penetration stroke ain't that same kind of, like, twist. Like, it's, so, total it's a total package for, yes, it's a total package for me. Okay. But yes, yeah, it's, it's a total package. She said it's, she Alex, said it's the everything Alex, for me. Alex, <laughs> what, we're saying, what, what we're saying is, is we know her cash app, and we even if well, we don't have cash applicable funds, we will make cash applicable funds available for her. Amen. 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 Oh my gosh. No. Okay. Amen. We're silent now. We I know, I, I know her boy I know her boyfriend's name on Facebook. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. You just yeah. <laughs> You know what's going on. What what, what, what that nigga Judge got me. you for Valentine's Day. He better got you something good. Judge me. I don't care. I'm not judging you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just mean, for me, it just doesn't it, it it has to be a whole package kind of thing. And I don't and I feel like everyone brings something different to the table that is good and is different, a different experience, different person. Even the way they talk, they voice. Like all of that it's all like I couldn't some people I couldn't even, I wouldn't even want to like don't don't say what he said because you wouldn't even sound right saying that. It's not you. Yeah, it's not you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so don't do that. But I like that with him. So, but he had to go. And I mean, you know, I I understand. I've I've had a array of good experiences. So, but, but you don't know that cash app. I ain't cash apping them. Mm. I'm healed and I know this woman's stuff. That's that's the she not understanding. I ain't skipping over. She's skipping over. This is what we trying to explain to her. She's not going. She's just skipping over. That's what I'm trying to explain. I, I'm talking out. about. I'm healed. Like I'm also like, a woman. Way. I don't but know I'm, about that. What, what, what we're telling you, <laughs> we don't. But what we're telling you is there are plenty of women that feel the way we feel. Mm-hmm. And most like, women that I know who I feel that way have a have have a they have had a handful of partners. Like they can count them on one hand or use at least use their hands. So you just saying they need more dick. They probably do. Once you get a few, what I mean, once you get the first oh, never mind, let me not even Woo! No, I, I, feel like, I feel like you was about to drop some. Like once you get the first five under your belt, like you don't I will say, like, in the beginning, like, when I first started out, yes, the first couple mm-hmm. were like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was mind-blown, digmatized. Yes, I will say mm-hmm. that. Like, okay. But after that, I'm like, oh, well. Nah, good. Yeah, you was good. Like, but you don't, you know, I, there are so many people who do so many things that, like, you know, they trying to run a back. I'm trying to see what that be like. Like, there's a lot of stuff that people be doing I feel, I feel. that, you know, 
them first, the first couple I do, a lot of people who I know who are stigmatized, like, especially like when I know like my younger students and stuff like that, they have only had a handful of partners. You only had mm. a couple partners, so you get sprung off of them, and then you'd be like, oh my gosh, like that was just like the best ever. I had my conversation with one of my students about this. I was like, girl, you were so sprung off of him. And she was like, I know. She was like, I just thought it was so amazing. I said, then you had some more, and you realize it's more amazing out there. She was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's what she said. Like, she agreed with me. Because she, like... I believe the children okay. are... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you got, when you got a handful of you that's you do think that that's what it is like we you be universe man yeah you you be you be thinking that that's the only oh my goodness that's that's the end all be all god that sent me to one no he has not there are more there are more that's yes more? there are more out there like oh there's more fish in the sea is not lying there is more there's more things swimming in people's pants that is better and more people who have better who know Know your know you better as a woman. Awesome. I, I wish we was recording this. I wish we was video recording yeah. this one because oh my yeah. gosh. I just my face, my face is yeah, giving it away. Because yeah, I just I just don't I, I don't mm. I'm just, Sorry, we'll, I, for we'll a woman that's a, but that's the thing that women have to understand. Like they like someone's I don't know who said like even Plaid said pussy got power. Like what women don't understand is like there are Yes, you know the perfect woman for you. But a woman has so many, there are so many guys, there are guys out there that are still, they're good and they're, they get better and there's, there's, and they're different and they offer different things. And that's why I'm saying like the power that a woman had, like the, the, that mesmerizingness that a man has over pussy is not the same kind of mesmerize that a woman will have once she's experienced multiple partners. I don't believe mm. that. I'm just saying. I'm, I don't believe that. I, 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 I need somebody I believe, who won't. I believe who, everyone you, has a top five. I mean, yeah. You got a top five, but I ain't going to say none of them is like I don't know that you can, one, also a thing about orgasms, and it may just be me, orgasms, as soon as you have them, they're gone. So now I no longer have that sensation no more. I had it for that moment. That's it. Yeah, all my common sense come back after I, after I come. All that's my, all it. My it's Wayne gone. Did Wayne did say that. He said, he said, once I come, I come to my senses. That's it. So, like, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not something I can hold on to, so I got to do it again to feel it again. It ain't like it stay right here. It's like, oh, I got it. And and the thing about an orgasm, a woman, I mean, my orgasms, they all feel it. They all, they okay, they all don't, they all don't feel exactly the same, but the levels of ranges at which they, they range, they all range around the same way, wavelength. So like, um, it could be someone who is subpar who I get a really good orgasm with. And it could be somebody who's amazing, who has an amazing, because the whole experience is what's amazing. It's when the orgasm is just, this is the signing of the deal. Like we close the deal. Like this is where I should get to, regardless of how the trip or the adventure goes. So mm. it, there are some people who have had really good adventures that I'm going to remember. Like I remember the adventure. 
But the destiny, like the conclusion, is the same. Like they're the same conclusion. I I got nut. Like, and if I didn't, then that's bad. That's when the conclusion is bad. But the fifty fifty. Yeah, that fifty fifty one. I yeah. He he was he had to go. Like you you not only you you are giving me half of the time. It's not gonna work because we are all supposed to reach the same destination. Damn. So, um. And you get there, and I'm not there. You leave me behind. Oh yeah, I get, I, I be in my feelings about that. I be mad, real, real, yeah. like not, not trying to be. I, I try not. To, I'm, I'm working on it. The Lord is still working with me, cause. Well, I mean, the good thing is, is I mean, you know, hopefully you're at a place where you don't have to work on it. You, you get consistent, and you, you know, move on. It don't matter. I, I realized as a sexual now that I know that that's my title. Did you? Did, when, when are you gonna send this to us? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I want to take it now. I'm like, I'm like, you, we could be doing this yeah. right now while we on this podcast. Yeah. But I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to give my answer. I want to just be like, hey, so I am da da da. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, I'm so appreciative uh, for Alex to Alex and Kenny Bang. I appreciate uh, appreciate both of y'all, and I want to just let y'all know when it comes to accountability. You got to do the work with yourself first and you got to hold yourself at a higher level than you hold other people. Don't be quick to rush. Don't be quick to say it's somebody else's fault. Look at yourself first. Men, when it comes to these relationships, value your worth, King. Uh, I, I know it's one of those things that the world we live in, uh, you know, sometimes you can kind of get caught up when you're in pursuit of a woman that you, that you are deeming as your prize. But you really want to make sure that while you're going through that, you're not being a simp because you, you lose all abilities to be rational at times uh, if you if you just go full bore on that topic. So with that being said, I hope we've said something that you you were able to take, use for yourself and go forward. We appreciate you. This has been the GH2 podcast.